I had um, really bad allergy issues growing up, so instead of taking Benadryl all the time or mm -hmm. getting allergy shots once a month, my parents introduced honey into my diet. Oh, really? And then um, it kind of grew from there. So um, at age 11, I told my parents that I actually wanted to open a tea and honey shop and call it Honeycombs. Hi, I'm Nikhil Thoder. And I'm Takashi Wicks. And this is Tuna Pasta, a collection of conversations recorded across the United States where we look for stories and lessons on the road from the people and places we often pass by. Asheville, North Carolina, mile 928. We had just survived a night of battling the odds against the cold, the rain, and a pack of domesticated ducks. And Asheville was a sight for sore eyes. We spent our first hour in Asheville at Izzy's Coffee Den and made plans for the next couple of days after a cup of joe. Downtown Asheville has this really nice southern charm to it. Between the farmers markets, art studios, and other miscellaneous shops, we chose our first stop in the city to be like a honey shop where we met Tammy. Oh, yeah. Do you mind if I record you? Oh, that's fine. Oh, awesome, yeah. Uh, so first off, um, who are you and where are you from? Um, I'm Tammy, and I actually uh, grew up here in Asheville. Um, I left a little bit to go to college, and I came right back. Oh, true? So what brought you back to Asheville? Um, just home. It's always going to be home for me. Um, I intentionally came back just to um, hang out long enough to find a grad school to go to, but then fell into the bee charmer and got into beekeeping and honey. So I uh, figured why stress on going back to school and I'm doing something that I love. Oh, so. Awesome. so could you describe kind of like where we're at and like what this place is? Um, this is the Asheville Bee Charmer. Um, it's a honey store. We um, carry local honeys as well as um, honeys from all over the world. And um, we also have lots of body care made with honey products or bee products. Um, and of course, tons of t-shirts and knickknacks yeah. kind of show off your love for bees. Mm -hmm. so. What do you What do you kind of find that you love about um, love about bees and love about the store? Oh, what I love about bees, we can go down a whole <laughs> rabbit hole about what I love about bees. Yeah. Um, bees are just how'd you kind honest, of find that love for for bees? Just I mean, there's they give out a whole lot of love. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. They're just. They're good creatures, they do what needs to be done, and they do it for each other, and they do it for the better of everyone else, not just them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. That's, wow, that's really awesome. Yeah. I, I love that, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you said you, uh, you um, beekeep every Tuesday. Uh, what kind of got you into beekeeping itself? Um, the store, yeah. Um, I've always had like a honey collection, um, <laughs> so this is just kind of feeding into a, a good Re habit. Since but, when have you had a honey collection? Um, it started when I was 11. Really? How did yeah. you start that? Um, just love of honey. <laughs> so yeah. you just like found a bunch of bees and then started collecting honey? No, well I had um, really bad allergy issues growing up, so instead of taking Benadryl all the time or mm -hmm. getting allergy shots once a month, my parents introduced honey into my diet. Oh really? And then um, it kind of grew from there. So um, at age 11 I told my parents that I actually wanted to open a tea and honey shop and call it Honeycombs because uh -huh. my last name's Combs. Oh. And, um, I started getting honey as gifts from family members and stuff. Oh, did you open up that shop or? Nope. <laughs> Do you... I'm working here, so. <laughs> True. Well, yeah. uh, to like push into that, like, kind of, what's your future aspiration being here in Nashville? Um, I don't know. That's the beauty of it. Just doing what I love. Just kind of going. Living with day it. by day. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And uh, final question: What's kind of like the greatest life lesson that you've learned, uh, and what's your greatest takeaway uh, from being here in Nashville? Um. Hmm. To uh, do no harm but take no shit.
There you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I like that. I dig that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for everything. Yeah, what was your name? Uh, Takashi. While Takashi happily waved his new honeycomb around, we headed to our next stop, the world-famous White Duck Taco Shop. Delicious! Right next to the taco shop was another amazing staple of Asheville, a pottery shop. Hidden among the shelves of incredibly detailed and beautiful clay figures was a woman, diligently crafting a cup. Here is Chrissy. So, start off, um, what's your name and where are you from? My name is Chrissy Walter. Um, originally, I'm from Trenton, New Jersey, but um, now I live in Asheville, North Carolina. Cool. What brought you to Asheville? Um, my husband's job, he actually worked for um, a brewery that moved to town, and okay. now he works at another brewery in town. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Which one? Um, he works at Wicked Weed. Wicked Weed. Mm-hmm. Is that the one we walked by? Possibly. It's right in the middle of town. downtown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think that's yeah. the one we passed by. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so could you kind of explain like where we're at and like what kind of this place is? Um, so we're in the River Arts District. Uh, we're right near the French Broad River um, in sort of west of Asheville. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the Squeaky Wheel Pottery Studio. So we um, were like a cooperative studio of about 20 different potters. Um, we come and we kind of work whenever we can. And okay, so like freelance pottery, pottery artistry kind of? Yeah, I mean, um, some of us are working day jobs and, mm-hmm. you know, still learning our craft. And awesome. others are maybe retired and just wanted to get back into it and stuff That's like really that. Cool. When did so. this get started? Um, I believe this studio has been in operation for about five years. I've only been here for about a year. How did you hear about this place and get involved? Um, I just kind of wandered around. They have a studio stroll, Mm -hmm. which is actually um, next weekend. They have one in the spring and one in uh, the fall. So, and basically all of the studios in the River Arts District um, just kind of throw open their doors and welcome everybody to come and check out their stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. How did you you yourself get involved uh, with pottery? Um, well, I have a degree in ceramics, um, and it's just kind of something that I've always loved to do. Um, and then, basically, when I lived back up north, there wasn't really many opportunities for me to do it. And then, when we, when I moved down here, just finding this community was really great. Right. So, I've just gotten back into it in the past two years or so. That's awesome. So, yeah. How long have you been at the studio, specifically? About a year. About a year? Mm-hmm. Okay. How many of these have you created? Um, that is my shelf over there. We each have kind of a rotating shelf. Um, and basically, See, which one was this it? is this one right here. This one? And I make um, all my own stamps out of um, all of like my different tools and stuff. Oh, that's and awesome. then um, I make... Really good. I like make slabs and slump them into uh-huh. a mold, uh-huh. um, and then once it's somewhat dry, where it can like stand up on its own, then I stamp the That's stamps awesome. that I've made into the, and all the stamps are made out of clay too. So that's a whole nother process. <laughs> so is this all that you do, or do you do anything else? Um, as far as like pottery, or as far as work? Uh, as far as work. Um, I actually work in the hospitality industry. Oh. I work for a property management company and we rent out people's timeshares and stuff who like they own the timeshare and they don't use it anymore or they don't want to go mm-hmm. and I rent it out for them. 
True. Have you been uh, loving living here in Asheville? Yes. Um, this is probably my favorite city I've really? ever been to. Really? What do you to. like most about it? Um, it's just a really great city to walk around. It's really tiny, mm -hmm. um, but you can walk to just about everything. And the beer here is amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, mm -hmm. There's so many different breweries and good stuff. And um, so that's really great. Uh -huh. Just yeah. the people are super friendly. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. you we know. Saw that. We, were, we were parking and then someone saw like, we were trying to like download the app and someone was like, oh, we see you're struggling. And they like handed us a dollar. They're like, here money. you go. Like, <laughs> yeah, just go there and get yeah, change. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, it's just a really good city to kind of wander around and talk to people. Yeah, so yeah. you guys are great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and the food is really good too. Yeah, this place so is amazing. White Duck Taco yeah, next door incredible. is yeah. awesome. We just ate there. Um, I could probably give you a list of about 30 different other places you should eat. <laughs> what's your favorite, uh, at, uh, like what's your go-to at White Duck? At White Duck, um, I like the Bami Tofu Taco mm -hmm. and I like the Korean Beef Bulgogi Taco. Oh, you got the shrimp. That was. Well, yeah, that was the shrimp is cool. awesome. Yeah, really good. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I guess uh, one final question to end it off. From being in Asheville, what's like the biggest uh, life lesson that you've learned? Life lesson. Yeah. Um, just to kind of go with the flow. Mm -hmm. We kind of moved down here on a bit of a whim, and ever since then things have been working out really great for us. So, just kind of go with the flow and take whatever opportunities life gives you and just go for it kind of thing. Cool. So. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much for taking the time. Yeah. You guys, good luck with your uh, podcast. By now, Asheville felt pretty magical, a feeling which only increased as we wandered into the Arts District. Amazing paintings strewn across the walls, and artists tirelessly working in their respective studios. And after wandering around and admiring the paintings for a while, we found ourselves in a very peculiar room. Calm soundscapes filled the room. On one side were gorgeous landscape paintings. And on the other side were less detailed but equally gorgeous paintings, as if a child had created them. And towards the end of the room was a woman beaming from ear to ear, immersed in her work. She had this calming energy about her, and we approached her for an interview. This is Elizabeth. Um, let's see, you're three days in. You're from Florida? You're from Florida, yeah. Yes, which part? Gainesville. Oh, Gainesville, so the yeah. north. We're both uh, students at the University of Florida. Mm -hmm. Okay, and are you doing media studies or anything oh. like that? We're actually computer science students. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. did you want to? Yeah, sure. So, um, I guess start off with, I guess, your name and where you're from. I'm Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth Parrott Carrington, a big long name, <laughs> and I'm from Ireland, but I live here in Asheville. When did you move to Asheville? I moved here in November 2013. Oh wow, pretty so recently. Three and a half years now. What brought you here? Romance. Romance? Yeah, <laughs> yeah my husband's American, and we did the transatlantic uh, romance for about five years. Yeah, oh my goodness. Uh, which was very inconvenient. Yeah, yeah. I um, bet. And then we finally made the move, and yeah. Been here now a few years, but yeah. Is cool. he from Asheville? He's from Madison, from Wisconsin, but he's uh -huh. he was based here when I met him. Mm, yeah, okay. and he's he's actually been here for twenty years. So what does he do? He's a civil rights lawyer. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, it's a it's a very interesting job. 
Yes. Does he work with like a firm or does he yeah. have his own practice? He does. He has a firm here in town, three partners, cool. three partner firm, and yeah, it's lots of work. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. How are you liking the city? Uh, I love Asheville. I actually love it more and more as I go along. And I don't know whether that's just me, like I'm a, um, it takes me a while to settle in mm -hmm. to new places. But yeah, it just gets better. And getting to know the mountains too, and the, yeah. um, finding good places to hike and camp, and it just like there's more and more and more all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I keep thinking, oh, I'm so lucky to yeah. be here. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious to see from your paintings, but do you grab a lot from that? Do you find a lot of inspiration from that? Yeah, I think almost everything I do is about my experience in the natural world. Mm -hmm. How long yeah. have you been painting for? Well, I've been an artist for about 20 years, but painting about 12. Oh, really? What did you start with? I did a lot of new media stuff. Like oh, really? I was a uh, film installation and sound and performance art. Mm -hmm. And I was really on that path yeah. uh, for a while. And But I, I was so excited about what was happening in that. It was a very um, groundbreaking all the time, you know, everything was about pushing boundaries right, yeah. for me, and I think it was a very important thing that I I went to art school to really learn to use my hands, and I really enjoy that. Like, I really love painting, and I love drawing, and I love trying to um, speak for something else, or speak for a moment and offer that to someone in a painting. Like, I love that. And so there was always a little emptiness for me in the kind of work I was doing. I wanted to be quiet in, and make work uh, on, on paper or on canvas and just spend hours. <laughs> yeah. There's something magical that happens that I can't really explain, like an alchemy between myself and the materials that I'm using. And that's really exciting. The excitement never goes away. Mm -hmm. Every single time I'm excited. That's awesome. Yeah. And so it's also uh, was when I became a mom uh, I think that's when that kind of really came back to me. Like mm -hmm. I just, I really want to paint. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so just, and I've been doing this. So I feel like I'm learning all the time. Yeah, yeah. Is that your child's paintings over there? Uh, one of them is, and then the other one is my studio mate Emily. So all all this work is Emily's on this mm -hmm. side of the room, mm -hmm. and these are her, her son Jasper's paintings, and then the little one there is okay. Madeline's, my daughter. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. They used to spend a lot of time in here. Me and Emily were homeschooling them um, the year before last. So they were here all the time painting and then they got really sick of it. <laughs> so do you teach a lot of people in the studio? I do. On, yeah, I teach a couple of um, adult students and then I do workshops and yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do go through periods where I offer a lot of workshops yeah. and then... I pull back and I just spend time on my own painting. Do you enjoy that aspect of it, like the teaching people how to do it? I do, and I feel that that's something that's always evolving for me too. Mm -hmm. Like I, I really want to impart the depth that I go to with painting with other people. Yeah. And in order to do that, I have to work really hard to, to make that happen. Right. And I find it's a, it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. It's a different way of thinking, for sure. It is, and then I think when I'm doing that, I find it really hard to also paint. Yeah. So I, I, I haven't figured out yet how, how to, to multitask, kind of weave those all together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope to. I think I'll teach more next year. Now I mm -hmm. spent a lot of time painting this year, um, and I'm growing all the time. 
you know, and doing course and doing two courses at the moment that I think will really um, help me as a teacher as mm -hmm. well. Cool. Yeah. I guess uh, one final question to end off is in your time in Asheville, mm -hmm. uh, what's the biggest thing that you could impart on somebody else? Like, I guess what's the biggest lesson that you've learned in your time here? Mm. That's a really wonderful question. A big, yeah, a big question. <laughs> um, I think there's been a really interesting. There's a lot of division in the south. Uh, so it's not going to be an easy answer. Yeah. Coming from Ireland where there's a lot of division, um, I feel like I have a sensitivity to it or a, a knowledge about it. That's um, uh, I've come in here with a different understanding, maybe. Mm -hmm. And for the first couple of years, that used to make me kind of mad. And now I just, um, just try to kind of observe it and understand it and... There's, Asheville is a, an enclave of beautiful, wide open hearted people. Mm -hmm. um, and that I think in some way that makes, when there is division, political or religious or racial, it's so highlighted, you know, because mm -hmm. most of the time we're in our Asheville bubble and everyone is so cool, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so kind and, and so lovely. That it um, then it comes up and you go, oh man, it yeah. really is here. It's really hard. So you really do sense you still find that here often. Um, yeah, it's it's there all the time. It's a it's a big story here, and it's there in subtle ways, and you mm. don't have to look so hard to find it. Yeah. Just even the separation neighborhoods and um, and I've tried in a way to kind of weave my art in, trying to reach out a bit and do mm -hmm. projects and stuff and. And then just realized as well I needed to um, work a bit more on my teaching skills, right. working with children from those kind of backgrounds as well, or from low-income backgrounds. And yeah. I have done some projects here in the studio, um, and it just kind of was heartbreaking, actually. Mm -hmm. um, just very different to my experience in Ireland, you know. Yeah, so that's a, you know, not a very positive thing to say about Asheville. Um, but it is positive in the sense that there are a lot of good people here who are doing good things and this is a hub of that mm -hmm. um, and because it is a reality here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, that's awesome yeah. and I, I love that aspect of like doing like the, the skills that you, using the gifts that you were given to kind of give back and try to combat that. Well, that's yeah. really incredible. Yeah. I really want to, you know, and I'm working on this course, a two-year course on learning how to facilitate that with children and really connect with kids from all different walks of life and through nature and the arts. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm just like praying and I'm going to be ready. Yeah. <laughs> In another year, I'm going to have a, a whole new skill set and really be able to do something. That's really incredible. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, cool thank questions. you so much. Thank you so much. That was a awesome. really insightful conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to our ninth episode. If you made it this far, chirp, 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 chirp.
Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. And also write us a review if you can. It really means a lot. You can tweet at us at at TunaPastaPod or find us on Facebook. If you want to say hello, email us at hello at TunaPastaPodcast.org. Also, please visit our beautiful website, TunaPastaPodcast.org. This episode was produced, edited, and recorded by myself, Nikhil Thoda. And myself, Takashi Wicks. Special thanks to Yasmina Horozovic for editing help and Luke Olsorn for producing our theme music. Shout out to Christina from The Florida Alligator for writing an article about us. Chomp chomp! If you haven't read it yet, check it out on our Facebook page. Special thanks also to Tammy, Chrissy, and Elizabeth for the great conversations. We We really appreciate it. I'm your host, Takashi Wicks. And Nikhil Thoda. Thanks for listening.